You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. So since this is our inaugural podcast, let's introduce ourselves. Okay, sure. So I'm Kelsey, as I said. I'm originally from Austin, Texas, but now I'm living here in Arizona, next door to you, (laughs) with my husband and my baby son, who's about to turn nine months old. I work full-time for a large university, but in my spare time, usually late into the night, I blog about my personal finances, organization, and about being a full-time working mom at risingshining.com. I'm currently also working on developing an e-course for working mamas that I'm really excited to launch this year. That is exciting. I'm excited to see that. Thanks. Um, I'm Kelsey's next door neighbor and blogging buddy, and I am a former teacher and Midwesterner turned writer and Arizona desert dweller. Um, I blog at ladventure.com where I write about living life with adventurous intention. And my latest adventure has been writing a book about teaching called Candid Classroom, What Parents Want to Know and Teachers Want to Tell Them. It's due out this April. You've been working really hard on that. I am. I'm excited. <laughs> so I thought we could just talk briefly about how we met. I mean, we did meet because we live next door to each mm-hmm. other. We bought our houses just maybe five months apart. Yeah, just a few months apart. I think. But it it wasn't just meeting in our driveways how we met. You're, you remember the first time that our paths kind of crossed, not just in the neighborhood? Yeah, it was. It, we were just meant to be friends no matter what, I guess. Mm-hmm. We had a mutual friend that we didn't realize yep. was a mutual friend until another friend who would become a mutual friend <laughs> was um, sending out shower invitations for that friend and was realizing that she was sending them to the house right next door to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, exactly. Hey, I think your next door neighbor is invited to the same shower. Yeah. Do you know Erica? Like, yeah, I do. So anyway, we got to kind of hang out then within the same group of friends and we realized that we just have so much in common. We even have the same birthday. It's weird. It's creepy actually. Yeah. December 22nd. Uh-huh. It's the best day to be born. <laughs> Christmas babies. Mm-hmm. And we realized that we both have blogs. And so, yeah, we just love being able to hang out and kind of get feedback on our creative projects. And we both enjoy sitting on the front porch, having a beer, hanging mm-hmm. out with our husbands. So, mm-hmm. And I have to say, Kelsey and her husband, Chris, are like the quintessential next door neighbor, like <laughs> the kind that come over with a plate of warm cookies out of the oven. No lie. Hey, so hey, they can well, never move. Well, Erica just brought me some pastries when she came over. So yeah, we're we're staying forever. We share baked goods <laughs> on the regular. Uh, okay, so one feature that we're always going to have on the podcast is we're going to try out a cocktail. So you mm-hmm. brought over a cocktail for us today. Should we should we try it out? I'm really excited. Okay, yes. Yeah, so let's have a sip first. Okay. And see if it's any good before I bother to explain it. Okay. All, All right. right. Ready? Cheers. Cheers. It's a little tart. A little tart. I would add a little honey. So I this like is it. what I did. This is, I'm I'm dubbing this pirate champagne. And it was a good mm-hmm. one for um, January. I found it actually, it's modified from a fabulous Fets blog. Um, and it is just champagne. I use Prosecco. It's a little bit sweeter than like a dry mm-hmm. champagne. Mm-hmm. Um, spiced rum, Captain Morgan. 
the captain is always Can't in my liquor wrong. cabinet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then lemon and honey. And I think it needs a little more honey, mm, a little I think, more sweetener. I think so. I think so. The fresh squeezed lemon is really nice and bright, but mm-hmm. maybe a little, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more honey. And we, uh, <laughs> word of, word of warning. <laughs> We Champagne <laughs> under pressure is really scary. <laughs> both both to open and to shake in a cocktail yes. mixer. Maybe we can, uh, we were recording the making of the cocktail, so maybe we can add some of that in there. It was, it was pretty exciting when Erica opened the <laughs> bottle of champagne. <laughs> but yes, I would do this again. I would add a little, and don't get me wrong, I will finish this cocktail as well. <laughs> no but problem. I would no add a little, little more sweetener, um, maybe even like agave nectar or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. No, it's great. This is going to be keeping us company, so (laughs) I'm happy to have it. So we just wrapped up 2013, Mm -hmm. so I wanted to take a minute and kind of reflect on the past year. What stands out for you the most this past year? Um, Just writing that book. That has been, you know, I was looking back at my um, kind of New Year's resolutions for last year, and at that point in time, I was working on some children's books ideas. And that was kind of my focus and still something I hope to do at some point. But Mm -hmm. I had another little side note in there that I would be intentional about writing, just starting to write down some ideas about this book that was kind of brewing in my head Mm -hmm. about um, what teachers really want parents to know. And so that was my goal, just to even put some ideas to paper. Mm -hmm. And I have a finished manuscript now. So it is crazy. So we're on to the um, editing phase and Really, it's just been a year of learning a lot about myself and self-discipline, and I thought it would be about creativity and yeah. what great ideas I would have, <laughs> and it's really about sitting your butt in the chair to yeah. write down the ideas. So, Yeah, tell us more about just your day-to-day, because I think that this idea of rem- writing a book, and you've been able to do it while you weren't working full-time, mm-hmm. seems just so romantic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to go sit at a coffee shop and enjoy coffee and make my own schedule and tell us the real story. Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, I will say I am completely blessed and lucky to be able to do this. My husband's amazing and he just wanted me to really take some time Mm -hmm. and pursue that dream and um, that we're able to financially do that. So that has been awesome and that flexibility. And I know there are people that write books while working other full-time jobs. And so um, just feel very lucky to have that time. But at the same time, it's Hard because you don't have a boss anymore. There's yeah. nobody, you know, I mean, you have your publisher that you're working with and is expecting things from you, but at the same time, it's only you mm-hmm. who, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't get it done. So it's a lot of forcing yourself into the routine yeah. and rewarding yourself with little things like mm-hmm. laundry, like <laughs> literally doing laundry was a reward. Sometimes <laughs> if I wrote enough words and breaking it, there's a lot more math involved than I thought, oh. breaking it down. Mm-hmm you know, into words per day that I needed mm-hmm. to write. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a, it's been a learning experience. Mm-hmm. You've never folded laundry so fast. Exactly. My <laughs> toilets have never been cleaner. <laughs> I know one thing that you told me that I kind of realized, I, I do a lot of writing in my job too. And we've talked about just how intimidating a blank page is. Yes. And, you know, when I do writing for my job, I might have to come up with a lot of the ideas, but I generally kind of know where I'm going. But, but when it's, fully your own creative mm-hmm. product, I, I can understand how just that blank page yes. is, is so scary. It's like pulling teeth some days. Mm-hmm. And then it's so easy to go. It's so easy to just walk away and not do it for that day instead of just writing whatever mm-hmm. crap words come out mm-hmm. that remotely relate to what you're writing about. Mm-hmm. And you can always go back and mm-hmm. it's, 
much easier. That would be the big thing that I learned is just to write it down mm-hmm. and you can always go back and completely rewrite it. But that process becomes a lot less intimidating without a blank page staring at you. So yeah, yeah. you've, you've definitely come a long way and we'll be excited to get updates as it comes closer to your book coming Thank out. Thank you. Yeah. So what stands out for you? You've had a big year. Oh as well. boy, this has been a huge year. I've been it was been such a big year. I've been thinking a lot about, you know, where I was this time last year, I was pregnant and then Mm -hmm. I, and so cute by the way. (laughs) Well, I went on to get even more pregnant and just (laughs) huge. (laughs) I just remember feeling so big at the end and all the anticipation of what is birth going to be like, what's my baby going to look like. Um, so that was just really filling my mind this time last year. And then, yeah, I had a baby, an adorable baby boy. Oh, he's cute. He was born on his due date, which is crazy. And so just life changer, Mm -hmm. as, as they say, and it's, it's just been an adventure. It's been amazing. Parts of it have been challenging, just not having the free time that I was used to. Mm -hmm. I mean, I want to be spending all of my time with him, but then sometimes there's just not time to get to right. things even on my to-do list, right. you know, and it, it, it does feel busy. Um, we haven't been getting a lot of sleep. So that yes. certainly so would t- you say that's the hardest part? Cause I feel like that would be the hardest part for me. I really think it is. Um, you know, I, I don't mind the getting up in the night, but it's definitely tough to start a day mm-hmm. not feeling rested and day after day. Right. After the cumulative day. effect of that. Exactly. And just being able to then still feel like I'm bringing my whole self as a parent every right. day so I can be fully engaged. Right. And, and I am working full time too. I took three months off, but now I'm back at work. And so just a lot to balance. So it's been a lot about finding rhythm and finding balance. I still feel that I'm figuring it out and I don't know if I'll ever figure it all out, but, um, it's, it's been an amazing year. Um, I think something kind of related to that. I wasn't really sure after I had a baby, how much I would want to keep up with my blog and how Mm -hmm. much time I would have for kind of side things. And, I just found that the busier I was almost the more I needed that creative outlet. And I almost became, I think, more committed to it. And I wanted to find ways to fit more creative projects in. Mm-hmm. I had the idea for this podcast this year. Yes. I I think I texted you. I'm not sure what it was. Ne- next thing you, me, two mics <laughs> equal a podcast. Yes. This was Kelsey's brainchild and I <laughs> willingly jumped on yes, board. Yes. You texted right back. Yes. And I, <laughs> it's was, happening. I was so excited. And I also decided that just based on my experience going back to work and being a full-time working mom that I wanted to create an e-course and really a uh, an outline of support and community for working moms. I love that. Mm-hmm. I just think that I am not a mom yet myself, but I think that your thoughts about going back to work and the honesty about all the good and all the bad mm-hmm. and hard um, have been great. I think that women don't feel like they can be honest sometimes mm-hmm. about that because this is quote unquote what I wanted and I have it all. Right, right. And so I think that you just have so much to say in that area. So I'm excited for that to come out. Thanks. Sure. Thanks. So I'm hoping that that's going to come out this year. I've got a lot of work to do, but it's something I feel really passionate about and it's work that doesn't feel like work. So yes, need some of that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. So with the end of the year, we're at the end of the year now, it oh, yeah. comes 
the taking down of the holiday decoration Ugh. and it makes me crabby i know and a me little too. bit sad me too so do you you get those post christmas yes yes how do you combat them oh boy i i definitely get those and i've been feeling those the past the past few days um we took our christmas tree down you know we like to leave it up a few days after christmas but then the christmas tree comes down and the outdoor lights come down mm-hmm. i think your mm-hmm. lights are down now yes. you had a really great supply you had a really great um display and to <laughs> um erica they had an adorable little deer and a little bear. <laughs> oh, we added polar yes. creatures this year that our dog awesome. barked at. They're stepping it up. <laughs> pretty sure that they were a threat on the yeah. front lawn. <laughs> so, yeah, um, de- definitely kind of feeling um, the kind of the letdown of after all the holiday excitement and magic. My family was in town too, so it's hard to say goodbye. So, um, but I've, I've been thinking about this and trying to think of a few ways to kind of keep that, keep that magic alive. So one thing, um, is the crackling fireplace on Netflix. Do you, I love this. do you know about this? No, but you have told me about this and I feel like it needs to happen. Oh my at gosh. My house. Yes. So we, we don't have a fireplace inside our house and you don't have one. Either. No, not inside. Yeah. You ha- we both have outdoor fireplaces, but there's something so cozy about an indoor fireplace. So you go on Netflix, on mm-hmm. streaming Netflix, and you search for Cracklin Fireplace. And you <laughs> include ha- <laughs> the Cracklin. That's yes, important. It's important. So you have not one, but three choices of Cracklin Fireplaces that you can have on your television. I love it. So you can just have it on in the background. Um, it starts out with a fully stoked fire with, you know, nice fresh logs. They burn down over, I love that. over the hour. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's no reason why you can't still put the crackling fireplace on, even exactly. though it's not Christmas anymore. So that's my number one thing. Keeping it cozy. Yeah. Keeping the crackling fireplace. <laughs> the next thing is... I'm going to keep playing Christmas music for a little uh, bit longer. I can't do it. You can't? No, I'm very, I'm a stickler <laughs> for the seasons. And the fact that we don't have very distinct ones, uh-huh. like, I can't do it. After New Year's, I can't do it. Okay. And not to mention, I do start, you know, like Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. the Christmas music is in full effect and no other kind of music is okay. played in my house. All Christmas, so by this all point, the time. Yeah, I'm pretty. You're done with I'm it. I'm over it. Yeah. You're done with it. I think I have heard every song on the Michael Bublé Holiday Pandora Station. <laughs> yeah, Bing Crosby has has been heard enough in been my house. Been in heavy rotation. Uh-huh. Okay, well, maybe that one's not for you. <laughs> um, the other thing I was going to say, I know that you are really into this too. I really got into it because you are. You're my seasonal decor mentor. Mm-hmm. You're really into holiday candles and holiday scented soaps. Yes has to match the season. Mm -hmm. And so I thought maybe we need a new year scent. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. What do you think? I I almost kind of thought evergreen is still kind of a fresh, clean scent. Maybe I could keep burning those candles. Yeah. I think you just have to add some freshness from Mm -hmm. the Christmas, you know, something with some citrus or some pine or you can still be cozy. Yeah. Because after a while, I mean, by February here, it's already feeling springy and some even summery where Ugh. those scents just don't match anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think it's still a good time to burn some cozy. Okay. While you still cozy can. scents. Yes. I'm okay with the cozy. Okay. I that. think that's another I think that's almost an element of my post-Christmas blues here because I know that it means the heat. Yes. Is yes. is not far away. Because it's not like I mean in Wisconsin Christmas was the beginning of winter right. and then we had like <laughs> 3 more months. 
Yeah. And so it was just surviving after Christmas. But here it's like, oh, it's only been nice and cool and chilly for I a know. month and it's going to go away mm-hmm. after next month. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't get instantly 110 for people that don't live right, in Arizona. Right. They think it's we're burning up all the time. No. But it is definitely no longer mm-hmm. scarf and boot weather mm-hmm. after January. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Those two weeks are over. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's kind of what that's kind of what I've been thinking about. What about you? How are you beating the post-Christmas blues? I, you know, I am trying not to, I still have decorations up that are not usually up this late, but I'm trying to ease into things and mm-hmm. not just like rip everything down right. and then look at my bare walls and my bare corners where mm-hmm. there are not one of my four mm-hmm. trees and be sad about it. So I'm taking my time okay. and I think trying to really th- reflect on the year. I've had lots mm-hmm. of nice time with the husband, just mm-hmm. sitting with coffee and talking about oh, yeah. the last year and what we want the next year to look like. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important not to jump right to the next thing sometimes yeah. and give yourself some time, especially just tired. Like I'm just tired. We've had family in town and we've hosted and we've traveled and it's just a lot. So I think Mm -hmm. giving yourself a couple days to get your energy back helps a little bit too. The holidays just are so busy. They're so great and full of so much fun, but just busy too. You don't even realize how much you're running until it stops. And Mm -hmm. then you're like, what do I do with myself? Yeah. So I think that, and then just kind of appreciating the clean slate. Like Mm -hmm. I do as much as it feels bare it's nice to take some of the decorations down and realize maybe a way you want to rearrange the room or Mm, yeah um, use the chance to clean in all the corners and get all the cobwebs and that kind of stuff so I've Mm -hmm. been trying to appreciate my clean slate okay all (laughs) right and so what about um since we're looking at looking at a new year um do you make new year's resolutions I um you know what I do usually what I did last year I should say Um, Because I think resolutions, a lot of times for me at least, have been kind of shame and guilt based. (laughs) Like, don't do this anymore. Stop eating so much of this. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. um, this year, this last year, I picked one word Mm -hmm. and my word was intention. Mm -hmm. And I thought about how, what it would look like to be more intentional in different areas of my life. So this year I have not picked my word yet, but um, same kind of thing I'd like to do. It's more of a theme for the year or benchmark to kind of keep yourself on track and mm-hmm. um, think about how you want to live out the year. So I think that that works better for me than having specific. Yeah. yeah I, I really so. like that because it can manifest in so many different ways. And yeah, if you set a specific goal, I'm going to eat three salads a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you can fail that goal, right? you know, right. but if you're just trying to see your year through a certain lens, I mean, maybe one week was less so than another, but you can kind of, there's always a way to pick back up. Right. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I'm the type, I'm a very all or nothing too. Mm-hmm. So if I have not eaten those three salads, oh, there goes that goal no. instead of, right. you know, picking up where I left off. Right. So I think that that works better for my mm-hmm. rebellious nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I love a good list of goals. Yes. I love your organization <laughs> and your goal setting. Oh, thank you. So I've been setting yearly goals and actually Chris and I sit down and we've been doing this together for the past three years and we write it down on a piece of paper and we put it on the side of the fridge where, you know, we don't look at it all the time, but halfway through Same. the year, mm-hmm. yeah, we can kind of see, Hey, how have we been doing? And, um, and I really like that time to reflect and 
think about what I want the year to hold. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get smarter about my goals too, because sometimes I have had those goals on there. Um, I didn't have eat three salads a week, but something like (laughs) that, where it's just very specific and it's almost because I think I should do it. Right. So it's like, well, if I write it down, then I have to do it, even if I'm not really excited to do it. So I'm trying to instead just really only make goals that I actually am really excited Mm -hmm. about. And I'm also trying to remember that a goal could be to not do something, to let go of something. I like that. So I tried to think about that this year. One of my goals is to try to be more appreciative of just everything that we have, especially with our house. I like that. I I know that, that. I know that the both of us, we love, you know, decorating Mm -hmm. our houses and everything, but especially just reading some of the DIY blogs. Oh yeah. You can just hate your house in a hurry. Yes. (laughs) Even though it's perfectly fine. Exactly. So anyway, I'm, I'm trying to focus on being more appreciative. So that's kind of a letting go for me. And so I like that. Like I don't have to improve constantly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So looking ahead to 2014, what exciting things are happening? What are you most looking forward to? I think this is going to be a really great year. I am, I mean, one thing I'm really excited about just is watching Dashiell grow. He's going to turn a year old and it's just so fun to see his personality come Mm -hmm. out and more and more we're able to go out as a family and he can enjoy things too. It's not just okay, we're taking him and we have to think of the logistics in terms right. of the diaper bag, whatnot. But when we go places, he gets the enjoyment out of right. it. So that helps. We enjoy it different ways too. So mm-hmm. that's, so I'm excited about that. Um, I'm also excited about the creative projects I'm working on. I'm super excited about this podcast mm-hmm. and all the cocktails that so we're going to drink. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm really excited about my e-course. Um, like I said, I still have a lot of work to do, but I love it and I'm hoping that it's going to come. I'd like to launch the first course in September. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a pretty ambitious goal, but I'm, I'm excited and I'm excited to take these creative projects seriously, kind of, you know, in the way that you decided to take your book seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard. I think it's very hard to see yourself as mm-hmm. a creative mm-hmm. in, in, you know, give yourself permission to really pursue that because mm-hmm. you feel like, well, what, who am I to yeah, do, you know? Exactly. So I think that just by doing it, you've mm-hmm. become that and mm-hmm. just going for it, you yeah. know? So yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm, I'm really trying to. So what about you? What is, what exciting things does 2014 hold for you? Well, I have to tell you as a side note that mm-hmm. we are also very excited to watch, watch Dashiell get bigger because <laughs> this kid is crazy cute. <laughs> Like you you. cannot see him listeners, but (laughs) check out Kelsey's blog because he's crazy cute. Like my husband is not a baby person. He's just never been obsessed with babies by any means. I really haven't either, I guess, never been baby crazy, but he, almost every time we come over, we see Dashiell, he makes a comment when we go home, like, I mean, seriously, that kid is cute. (laughs) So, you know, if Mr. Ladd is commenting on it, that. He's a cute kid, but that's a side note. It's got to be true. Okay. Just a minor, not even a technical difficulty, but I did see that we were getting pretty low on power to to the computer. So, but we're plugged in. We're, we're good to go. Good. (laughs) Um, but yeah, as far as I'm just really excited for the second half of the book release prod, you know, the book going on, Mm -hmm. um, it comes out in April. So these four months will be, um, rewriting and editing, which I'm really excited for actually, because it's not the pulling ideas out of thin air. It's the 
making everything better phase and getting help with making everything better. So I'm really excited about that part. And then um, actually going to a writing conference, the Storyline Conference in San Diego um, at the end of February. And so I'm excited about that. And will you just go and just participate or will you do any promoting for your book or anything like that? I mean, I think more just like networking kinds of Mm -hmm. things. Um, Allie Vesterfeld, who's actually, her and her husband, Daryl, are the ones that I'm working Mm -hmm. with to publish the book. She's actually presenting there. Oh, cool. So I'll get to meet them in person finally because I haven't. And so I'm just really excited to Mm -hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. meet other people and it's a very um encouraging conference just for like planning out your creative work and yeah. kind of your life plan from here on out yeah. so I'm excited about that do you have another book idea other than your children's book do you have another book that you might want to pursue after this one um or? I don't have a specific one I well an idea that's kind of forming in my head is um we're actually also adopting this year yeah hopefully I'm, I'm we're so going excited. through the process this year yep. thank you um, we are adopting hopefully two siblings from the mm-hmm. foster care system mm-hmm. and starting our family that way. So I think that I will have a lot to say about that. And yeah. I'm sure on the blog that that will kind of go that direction, yeah. documenting the adventure. So I would, I can see myself at some point writing a book about that whole process mm-hmm. and kind of the story of our family. So yeah. maybe that would be, you know, the next ideas that I'm putting to paper. Yeah, so. definitely. I think that would be just such a wonderful story to tell and to share with other people because that's just a unique journey and I know I mean just going through becoming a parent having as much support and as many resources as Mm -hmm. possible is so wonderful and to add another voice to that especially for people who are wanting to grow their family in that way Mm -hmm. I know you've been researching it and I'm not sure how many resources you've been able to find yeah, it's, it's hard, actually. I think that it's tricky, um, partially because we want to protect, you know, our family's stories mm-hmm. and our kids' stories mm-hmm. until they're um, an adult and they can decide how much mm-hmm. to share. So I think that there's a tricky balance there in adoption mm-hmm. between um, sharing your side of it and yeah. your story and how that goes and being honest about it with protecting, mm-hmm. you know, your kids' privacy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, adoption is tricky. Adoption is born out of pain quite mm-hmm. often and, mm-hmm. and difficult situations. And so um, just being sensitive to that, I think, makes it yeah. a little difficult. But yeah, I've, I have had a hard time finding, especially from the foster care perspective, yeah. starting a family that way. So I think that I will learn a lot, I'm yes. sure, and I will call you crying and show up at your door and be That's like, what right. do I do with hey, that? Hey, but... I've been there. <laughs> so yeah, I think that I'll have lots to say about that. So maybe that's the next mm-hmm. big idea. Yeah, but this year it's but this year it's your it's your current book release. And are you gonna do like a book tour or anything? I, you know, I'm like really gonna pack up my books in a suitcase, and whoever will have me speak yeah. and let me sell my book, That's I will awesome. go there. So I'm hoping to, you know, um, find some places that cool. they, you know, a parent night or anything mm-hmm. at all. Um, I'm hoping that Mr. Lad throws me some sort of book release yeah. party. He's yeah. already talked about that. So. You're like hinting, so yes. he knows, <laughs> Mr. Lad, if you're listening. I would enjoy a book release party. So yeah, I don't know. I I think that part of this process too is learning a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what promotion looks like. And they've done a lot in that arena. So I think that they will have all kinds of ideas for me in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. be out of my comfort zone a little bit, yeah. peddling my wares, but that's great. <laughs> that's great. Um, so on to our next 
little section. So um, since we are next door neighbors, uh, we thought it could be kind of fun to talk about what's going on in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Kind of some neighbor, some neighborhood gossip, if mm-hmm. you will, if we've got anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What, what are we what's so, going on in the neighborhood? lately? Well, can we talk about the sawing that's been going on in our neighborhood? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like I'm talking 10 o'clock to midnight. Oh, all of December. Oh, it's bad. Took a little break over Christmas and yeah. it's back. Oh, it was so disappointing to hear that first <laughs> night. I know that we were, Eric and I were texting and we were saying, you know, maybe it's a Christmas present that he's working on. Right. So we heard that silence around the, around Christmas day and we were just thinking, yes, it's over. And then I don't know, I think the 27th, it was a little bit Started after. Oh, bummer. And it, this is not like you know, Geppetto in his workshop Mm -mm. hand saw. This is like ear piercing, cutting metal, electrical saw of some sort. If I am in my bedroom with all the doors and windows closed, I can hear it like it's basically in my bedroom. So it's, it's pretty loud. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but while my family was here, I've been really wanting to know what the heck this guy is working on. <laughs> I know our question next door is always, what are you building? Yes. What are you building? Yes. And so I, I think I had gone out one evening because I wanted to peek over the fence there. Conveniently, these very tall bushes um, on, <laughs> in his lawn. So I thought that I could be kind of concealed and peek over, but I got a little bit nervous to actually peek over the fence, but when my family was here, I convinced my sister to go spy over the fence. I love it. And so anyway, she went and she peeked over the fence. She said that he is cutting these um, concrete sort of like planting bed uh, liners. I'm not sure what you call them. They're the ones with kind of the, the several rounded oh, tops. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not sure if you know what that's called, but anyway, like the so edging for the edging, exactly. Garden. Concrete edging. And so he's cutting those. So, I mean, that's quite a garden. Oh he's my building. gosh. Oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a, maybe it's a vegetable garden for spring. So hopefully maybe he'll share them with us. Oh my say, gosh. Sorry for all the sawing. Yeah. And so does it really go on? Have you noted? What's the latest that it goes on? I have noted after 11. Really? Yes. That's too late. And then you can, it's just like a quick one. Like he knows it's too late. Like, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Like he forgot to cut like, one more thing. And I'm picturing, I was even giving the benefit of the doubt. Like it's some poor guy whose, you know, wife's family is coming for Christmas uh-huh. and he's like, she's insisting that he finished laying a new tile floor or some, something that would force him to be using that kind of a Mm -hmm. saw at 10 o'clock at Mm -hmm. night. But I don't know. I don't think a garden warrants that. I don't think so. And I just like, what are we going to do? I mean, what if this is still, (laughs) if it continues? Yeah. What if this is still going on in a month? Like maybe we should bake some brownies and go show up at the door and just say, Hey, you know, he probably doesn't realize that we can hear it. True. So well, um, Anyway, and I guess I'd just be curious if any of our listeners have some advice or yes, I don't what know. do you do to not be a jerk neighbor? Yeah, but tell your neighbor to. But it does maybe seem a little. Talk. It does seem a little bit loud, you know. After eight, nine o'clock, mm-hmm. I don't know. We're so. those ladies. We're like the crabby ladies. Mm-hmm, who are, mm-hmm. Yeah, we got our we got our binoculars. Uh-huh. We're peeking over the fence. Uh-huh. We know what you're doing, <laughs> and we want you to stop. <laughs> That's what's new in our neighborhood. Nothing too exciting, no. obviously, but... Yeah, hopefully next time we'll have an update and we can tell you that it stopped. Yes. <laughs> we have a backlog of neighborhood stories to share, too. I yeah, think we that do. we need to 
we do. We'll need to bust out on mm-hmm. the podcast once yeah. in a while. Yeah. So another thing that I would love to do, because we just do this in real life, yep. is talk about things very excitedly that we are currently obsessed with, like yep. cannot get enough of, you need to try this immediately. Mm-hmm. So what is on your current list of obsessions? Oh man, I was thinking about this and I was having a hard time to narrow. I think I've narrowed it down to just one, but I had a few. So <laughs> anyway, I think what I'm going to share though is what I'm calling Christmas quiche. Oh, I'm pretty excited because I actually made up this recipe myself. <gasps> Look at you. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty proud. <laughs> um, so actually probably a couple months ago, we had friends over for breakfast and we just made scrambled eggs and mm-hmm. we just kind of used what we had in the pantry. We threw some sauteed kale in there Mm -hmm. from the farmer's market and some chopped up sun-dried tomato and I got some smoked gouda and and made that into colors exactly so when we made it uh, in my head exactly I was thinking oh Christmas colors Mm -hmm. so I thought we would make that for Christmas morning and then I thought you know what I don't want to be in the kitchen scrambling eggs I'm going to turn this into a quiche oh I like your style yep so I put it together on Christmas Eve with my mom I used a store-bought pie crust okay. from Trader Joe's, the rollout, nice and I'm easy. kind of scared of quiche, so it's good oh, to know that really? that's easy. Yes, oh. I'm scared of the crust factor. Okay. Well, like making it or eating it? Like making it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I love ki- okay. I love eating it. Okay. <laughs> I actually do still have some in my fridge because I just made another one, so we might need to eat a little <laughs> snack after the podcast. Um, so anyway, yeah, nine eggs and then some freshly grated smoked gouda. Mm-hmm. I think the smoked is important, yes. probably about a cup and a half. And then some sautéed kale. And when I just actually just made it another one yesterday and I used frozen that I sautéed and threw in there. So super easy. And then some chopped up sun-dried tomatoes in a pie crust. Bake it. I made it the day before Christmas on Christmas Eve. So I just popped it in the oven on Christmas. It's Christmas colors. And I love a good tradition. So I dubbed it Christmas quiche. And I I said, we're having this every year. It better be good because we're having it every year. Exactly. I like it. And I like having something savory because Mm -hmm. like we do cinnamon rolls and stuff and there's so many pastries and cookies around that it's nice to have something to balance that out. It is. It is. So anyway, yep. Christmas quiche. I've already, I've already made another one. So that's why I'm obsessed with it. Show notes. Show notes. to go in the show notes. All right. I'll put it in the show notes. (laughs) And what about you? What's your obsession? My current obsession is one of my Christmas gifts. And I was a big brat about this Mm -hmm. because, okay. So my obsession is the Kindle Paperwhite. And I am a huge reader like you are. We're in a book club together even, which I'll tell you the story of someday too. (laughs) Oh yeah. I stalked until I could get into this book club, but I had the original Kindle. Yes, which I and, do. And loved it. And it was already on like my second one because right. something went wrong with one and they sent me a new one. Okay. Amazon's amazing like that. Okay. So I was already on my second uh, PS, original. We are not sponsored yes. by Amazon, but Amazon, if you would like to sponsor right. us, we are open. Exactly. You are welcome to. <laughs> um, and so anyway, so it, the second one finally died and I've had this for a couple of years now and it just, it, the screen locked up, it wouldn't turn on. And I know mm. that I could call them. Mm-hmm. And they would probably figure something out, but I was really hoping for the Kindle Paperwhite for Christmas, which is mm-hmm. like a smaller, more condensed version. Okay, so My it's husband a totally has different. It. Yeah, it's, it's a, a totally different yeah, it's the same device. idea, but it's a touch screen. It's smaller. It's got a backlight, but it's still the oh. um, you know not read. like an iPad where yeah. it's hard on your eyes. Yeah. So 
I just kept putting it off and kept putting it off, <laughs> hoping that Santa would bring me a Kindle Paperwhite, and he Dear did. Santa. And I just, I love the Kindle because I'm a book buyer. Uh-huh. I always have been. And mm-hmm. I just, and it's cheaper to buy them that way. Mm-hmm. I feel like the library is cheating. I don't know why. It must be the <laughs> really? writer in me who's like, no, but if we all bought a copy, that's more copies for the author. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I haven't used the library since I was a kid. I just, oh I want gosh. to buy the books. Oh my so. gosh. This is, this is so funny because I am, I I, I, I'm not going quite as often now because I'm just busier, but I go to the library like once a week. I know you're a fan and I love it. Some I of the girls the in book club, library. like you can get the library books on the Kindle yeah. even. And I really, cause my habit's probably out of control. So mm-hmm. I probably should at least some that I'm not like, you know, yeah. not knowing that I'm going to love. Right. That's so but, funny. Cause actually one of my goals that I I didn't post it on my blog. I guess I forgot about it, but I just have this personal goal of not to buy any books this year <laughs> and to get them all through the library because like you can get Kindle books through our local public library. And um, yeah, since we're trying to kind of cut back our spending uh-huh. this year, I thought, uh-huh. okay, I'm going to either, you know, borrow a paperback from a friend or I'll do through the lending library through Kindle. So yes. anyway, that's really funny. Yeah. I, but yeah, I think I need to take a trip to the library mm-hmm. with you. You need mm-hmm. to show me the ways of the adult library mm-hmm. because I don't think I've been <laughs> we'll since go, I was out of the children's we'll, section. We'll go on a field trip. It's <laughs> it's pretty awesome. We actually have a really beautiful public library. And so, okay, so the Kindle Paperwhite, so it just is really nice to read. It is. And... It's so light and I have a pretty leather case for it. Oh, and yeah. it's just, it is so like, nice. it's so nice to read in bed because you're not switching like yes. pages back and forth. I have never read so much or so often mm-hmm. or so quickly as mm-hmm. I do since I got a Kindle. Mm-hmm. So, that is my new obsession. Mm-hmm. It's my new baby. So what I about, highly recommend. I think maybe I saw some people posting on our book club Facebook group that they, okay, they were saying they, that you upgraded to the paper, to the paper white. You right. can't like, I can't like upgrade my current Kindle. No, it's a different device. Okay, a yeah. whole different device. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, like, maybe I can buy this update for like twenty nine ninety nine. Oh no, it's a whole, whole different oh, okay, deal. Okay, okay. So if you're, you know... But maybe you'll get lucky and your hey. Kindle will stop working. Exactly. <laughs> Whoops. I dropped it in the bathtub. <laughs> Santa. And they are very affordable, actually, If especially if you actually get your books from the library. Exactly. It ends there up not you go. Being very hey, expensive, all but. that I save on books this mm-hmm. year, I can buy one mm-hmm. by the end of the year. All right. I love them for traveling, too, because... You can yes. bring so many books. Like oh I'm on the plane and I'm sick of the book that I'm mm-hmm, reading. Mm-hmm. I don't have to dig Switch in my backpack else. or yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just think it's the coolest invention ever. All right. I'm obsessed. Obsessed. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, our drink glasses are about empty. That was, that was a tasty, that was a tasty cocktail. Uh-huh. So I think that must be about all the time we have. Thank you so much for listening to the girl next door podcast. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes and you can also find us online at girlnextdoorpodcast.com. Erica and I are also on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to see you there. And we'll have links to those on our website. We'd love to connect with you and love to hear what you think about the show. Thanks for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. I don't even know. What do you do? Just push it off with your thumb?